what that means to you is. And if you cannot answer that phrase or fill in the blanks on that, then I tell people that whatever it is you're talking about, you probably shouldn't be talking about it because the only thing that matters is what it means to someone. It's time to get inside your own head. Begin with the psychology behind your behaviors and fuse it with an acute understanding of self-awareness, emotion, storytelling, body language, and more. Then look at it all through the lens of the latest neuroscience research, broken down to its most digestible form. And you've arrived. Enhanced messaging, deeper connection, heightened influence, and a greater impact on the world. Welcome to the NeuroSide of Influence and Leadership with Renee Rodriguez. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. And what we're going to cover today is what I believe to be the most powerful phrase in the world of selling, persuasion, leadership, influence, communication, you name it. It is the entry ramp phrase that we use to get to the tie down, which is the third step in the Amplify formula for a message tie down. And it's simply this, what that means to you is. And if you cannot answer that phrase or fill in the blanks on that, then I tell people that whatever it is you're talking about, you probably shouldn't be talking about it because the only thing that matters is what it means to someone. Let's, let's break it down. And I want to I take you on a history of it, where it comes from, where I learned it, excuse me, and how you can use it because there's so many different ways that we can use it. And so the first time I heard it, I had just graduated, or I was actually graduating from, from college. And I had a behavioral neuroscience degree with a minor in business. I had just sold cookware door-to-door for four years, was extremely successful with that. Um, my GPA was, eh, it was okay. But, uh, you know, cool background. And, you know, so I had a, was lucky to have a lot of job offers. Not because of my GPA, though. It was just because of my sales ability. I remember being asked what I was looking for in a job. And, of course, there was a competitive side to me that wanted to get the highest pay because that was, you know, just the competitive side for me. So I wanted to be the one that earned the most, which was stupid. But the reality was I wanted coaching and mentorship. I wanted somebody to be a mentor of mine more than anything because even at the, at, the, at the expense of earning a bigger income or possible better sales position or whatever, I wanted to, to be mentored and coached because if I could get training and mentorship, then I could take that forever. And that was something that Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins and all the, all the, 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 the big guys, and they, they put into my head early on. And so I was, I was at a job fair, and I was coming through the, through the hallway, and this guy opened the door. He saw me in a suit, and he said, what's your name? I told him, Renee. He asked me what I did, and, and uh, he said, come by my booth. And I went by his booth, and he was the general agent for one of the largest Northwestern Mutual agencies in the country. And at the time, he said that his agency, or they was told his agency, was bigger than 93% of all insurance companies. And it was huge. His name was Gene Storms. And if anybody knows him, uh, you know that he's uh, iconic. And he said, I want you to come and spend a day. And because I told him, I said, look, I go, I don't know if financial planning, I don't think it's my deal, especially insurance. And you know, I just don't think that's my deal. And he said, Renee, you said you want coaching and training? I want you to come in and sit on a day of sales training of what we put our salespeople through. And I thought, you know what? Absolutely. I took him up on it immediately. 
And I went in and I sat in on the sales training. And let me tell you, I'll never forget what I learned that day. Because it was that day that he talked about the question of what this means to you is. And when I heard that, I remember it sinking in and saying, okay, well, here's the such and such interest rate or here's the such and such product. But what this means to you is, and just drilling that over and over and over again of being able to answer that question. And they kept telling us, if you can't answer the question, then you need to do more research. You don't understand your customer. You don't understand their needs. And it should always address a specified or specific and stated need that you're absolutely sure that your audience needs. And so I remember hearing that and just being so excited. They offered me the job and I turned it down. And I remember turning it down because my passion wasn't in the numbers. It just wasn't. I ended up taking a job at my mother's company and uh, being a sales coordinator at a change management firm that used brain research to deal with massive culture change. Still the best decision ever made. I do look at the people that were there at the same time I was, and they are extremely successful. Northwestern Mutual is <laughs> reputable and I would say one of the best sales training programs I've ever been through. So going back to that, I kind of remember that phrase. And then later on in my years, learning more about the concept of tie down and where that comes from. And it, it really has stood the test of time for me as being literally the most important question. And so how does it fit in terms of tie down? It really triggers at, or it really goes at the, the human need that we all have that we are kind of self-serving and selfish. And I don't mean that in a negative sense, by the way. You know, if you if you think that, oh, people are selfish. No, we all are, a little bit. We're always looking at what something means to us. And, you know, if you look at social media and how we scroll, we're constantly scrolling and we're searching for what is, does anything mean anything to me? And so it's a basic human question. It's not designed to be arrogant or anything, but we want to know, especially in business, you know, what, is, what does any of this stuff mean to me and, and what, what can I do with it? Being able to answer that question is sort of what pierces through the question of whether I should or shouldn't do it. It's what makes the business case. It's, you know, you can also think about it from feature and benefit. The benefit needs to be something that's actually beneficial to the audience. But you should be able to answer that question of what that means to you is. Any story, statistic, anytime you share a, a quote, it should always be so. But here's what that means to you. And that ability to be able to connect with people is what actually creates tangible value. Because what you're doing, if you don't add that question, is you're basically rolling the dice and hoping and praying that they can make that connection for you. And here's the deal. Most often, they won't. They won't make that connection for you. They don't understand how to make the connection. You gotta at least assume that. Because if you don't assume that, then you're gonna be comfortable in saying, okay, well, of course, it's obvious. It's common sense. Well, how many times have you had common sense, quote unquote common sense, that wasn't all that common? Well, this is one of those scenarios. And what it means to one person does not mean the same to the next person. And so you have to be able to distinguish between the two. And that is where your needs analysis, your questions, and your interviews come into play to really take an assessment of what somebody is needing and being able to meet them there. So the question of what this means to you is, and I also have 20 other forms of that, by the way, because <laughs> my good friend Tyler Renson and his wife, Alyssa, they, she called one day and she said, Renee, I'm sick and tired of everybody saying, so 
The reason I share that with you is, or what this means to you is, she goes, I can just feel the tie down coming. There's got to be another way. And so they went and brainstormed and gave us 20 more ways of transitioning. Now, it was amazing. That list has actually made it into our workbook at Amplify, and it's actually making it to this podcast. So shout out to Tyler and Alyssa. Tyler was actually in the Framing podcast, which is pretty recent, and uh, he's the CEO of Puris. They were just named the number one most innovative food company in the world, and he actually won a Super Bowl with uh, Drew Brees, and he's done some really amazing things, but Puris and the team there are, are, are killing it. And so when they, when you really buy into the process and you really understand the Amplify formula, you realize that that phrase is really, really powerful. I mean, not only does it hone you in on ter- terms of what the value is, and I tell people until that, an- that's question, that, that question is answered or that phrase is answered, you haven't added value. You're, you're just communicating and you're just maybe getting people emotional. But until you connect that dot, of what this means to you is, you haven't created value and you're definitely not influencing yet. It's the key to influence. Because until I know that, I'm not gonna act. And I might be lucky enough to roll the dice and somebody gets it, but I have to be able to explicitly be able to answer that question. And so when we're thinking about the 20 other ones, I'm gonna read them to you here and I'll I'll, I'll make sure that we get them somehow entered into the, the show notes but they're simple. I'll just read a few of them. I share this story uh, with you because. Why this matters to you is. I believe this matters to you because the point of all this is. This is relevant to you because. The reason I share this with you is, this is our favorite. Well, my point is, I bring this to your attention because I invite you to consider the following. This is applicable in your situation because. Well, what's in it for you is. The reason you should care is. This is pertinent information because. The value to you is, this relates to you because, the reason this is cool is, this is significant because, this directly correlates to you because, this is very fitting because, and this story is appropriate because. So my point is, I mean, I think you get it. Those are 20 other ways to say the same thing. But what you're doing is you're also cueing the brain to say, hold on a second, value's about to be delivered. To, to the selfish side of me of saying, okay, well, hold on a second, let's see if it's valuable. And if you've done a good job listening to them and a good needs analysis, you should be able to wrap that, the answer to that question or that, that phrase into something very specific that meets the need of the person that you were just talking to. And if you've uncovered what they're seeing and they say, you know, they want a white picket fence or they're, they're looking to save X percent or, you know, whatever it is you're doing, and you say, well, what that means to you is this is going to get you a lot closer to that savings that you were looking for and that white picket fence or whatever it is, right? And so you'll be able to tie those things down in a way that fits them. And and there's a great quote from a book called Conceptual Selling by Hyman Miller. And I think it was on page four, right in the beginning, big bold letters that says, people buy for their own reasons, not yours. And so that stuck to me too, where I said, okay, well, I might be really excited. It's important that I have conviction and I'm excited about what I'm selling. But I need to spend more time and more energy understanding what, what's in it for them. What, what are they excited about? And what are the things that, that the problems I can solve for them? Because those are the reasons people will buy into something or will buy into a project or will follow a vision. It's got to mean something to them. Now, in a leadership environment, a lot of times it's going to be you know less around money but more about values alignment. Does this process fit my values? 
And if it does, then I can do it. If it doesn't, then I'm going to have a hard time doing it. When we're thinking about this, that what it means to you is could be financial, it could be a cost savings, it could be a risk avoidant uh, phrase, it could be an opportunity to network, to grow your brand, it could be something. But you got to understand that they are going to define the value here. And you got to go through everything that you can to help them share that with you so that you can craft your message around that. And that's where you deliver value. Because we are only valuable to people if we're helping them create value. It's a beautiful accounting system. It's a beautiful accounting system. And so it requires me to listen. I got to be able to pay attention. What's important to this person? And how do I wrap my skill sets, my products, whatever it is that I'm doing around what they're trying to accomplish so that I can help them get there. And if I can help them get there, then in return, they help get me there because they purchased something and maybe I earn a commission. So what that means to you is, <laughs> so I can use it right here, is that we need to be very clear about the needs of our customers, very clear about the needs of our audience and where they're at and what they're trying to accomplish. And I say customers a lot because I think that if you looked at everybody as your customer, the ones you're trying to influence, it does change the mindset. It does get us to think from a service perspective. It does make us listen more. It makes us more astute and in tune with what it is that they're thinking, feeling, and needing. And if we can do that, now all of a sudden we can craft messages that fit that and obviously getting a much better, more favorable response. And so the question of what this means to you is, is kind of like the cousin to the feature and benefit conversation, right? Features, the features of something, the benefit is what it means to you. And so, you know, like the example of, let's just say these AirPods, right? The features are that they have noise canceling uh, built into them. And and the benefit is, is that you might be on an airplane and you don't want to hear the the conversations next to you. Or for me, I use those when I'm writing or if I'm reading, I'm able to shut out the extra distractions out here because of the noise canceling power of these things. And so that's one piece. So let's take a look at, you know, this uh, Stanley mug here, right? Stanley, great mug. And I also got, I also have a, a my credit guy. Thanks, Sammy. Uh, Yeti here. And so let's go. The Yeti has a, I don't know, they both have these technologies. I don't even know what they're called, to be honest. But you can put <laughs> ice and water in here and it stays cold for days. It is the coolest thing in the world. As long as you have that cap closed, you're there. And the benefit of, uh, of that to you is, right, if you have a, a Yeti cooler, you can put ice in there and that and the ice will last for two weeks. And the benefit of it is you buy ice one time and you leave your sodas or your beer or whatever is you in there one time and it's like an outdoor freezer or an outdoor refrigerator, excuse me, without having to plug it in. So there's one feature and benefit. But what that means to you is, is that, you know, let's say for me, around the graduation time of your kids, you can put several out there and it'll maintain the ice all day long. So you have to minimize the trips to getting new ice and probably save you a lot of time. So those are all tie down questions or answering the question of what it means to them. What's the value to them? And so it, it, I love practicing that with just anything. So you know, here's a, a Mr. Sketch pink marker. And one of the features is that they have an odor to them. This one has bubble, is it bubble gum? I think it's scented, yeah, I can't tell me if it's kind of dried out though. Yeah, I think it's bubble gum. And the benefit too is that it brings a smile to your face every time you're using it. And what they say is that the olfactory right through our nose, that odor is, is tied right to our limbic system, which is the gateway to long-term memory. And so by using these Mr. Sketch markers, you're actually triggering better retention of what the learning is. And of course, that's why we always suggest Mr. Mark, your sketch markers. Anytime you can incorporate more senses in a presentation or in an experience, the better. 
that's one of the reasons we have the amplified dinner over dinner or uh, you know <laughs> over the opening over dinner because we're able to, to eat together, sit down together, break bread together, but we also consume really, really, really unique foods, and that ends up creating a bond and a connection with, between people. But what that means to you is, <laughs> is that anytime you get a chance to connect with folks, and especially eat with them, eat with your clients as much as you can. Those are good things. Now, I was just looking for a tie down there. But the, my point to this is that you've got to be able to practice. Look around your space and look around your office, and you'll see that every product has a feature and a benefit, but is the benefit fully laid out? And you have features and benefits, but have you been able to articulate what those are? I used to talk about the holster. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to wear a holster for my for my Blackberry. And back then, the holsters were cool, right? Because you could just swipe about it, the thing would disconnect. And what was great about it is that it had a magnet on it. There's a feature. It had a little magnet. And the benefit was, but the feature was that magnet would disconnect, or when you would disconnect the magnet or the, or uh, from the from the holster, it would open up whatever message was newest. And so all I had to do was feel the buzz, unholster my BlackBerry. I know I sound stupid when I say holstering because those are kind of uh, nerdy and nothing wrong with being a nerd, by the way. But um, you'd pull it out and it would open up the message, take a look, and I'd put it right back. Those are features and benefits. You know, remember if you had BlackBerry Messenger, gosh, that was so cool. If you knew, you knew that that was the first time that it was like, now we have iMessage, which is basically the same thing. But back then, gosh, you could just communicate so quickly with people, saving you time. What this means to you is it saves you time and increases the amount of touch points and connection that we have with people. And so you're starting to see that this question of what this means to you is, is at the core of being able to be a good and value added communicator. And so what I tell people is these are, Moving from a framing device, like you know, we talk about quotes and jokes and stories, st statistics and all that stuff, being able to, throughout the process, incorporate one of those tied on languages. We know what, so what this means to you is this, or so here's why I'm sharing this. And you'll see the best communicators always, always, always do that. There's always a reason behind it that they're able to tap into to make it more comfortable and make it more valuable for those other people. This is also critical to know how to address this because if you're going to learn the Amplify formula, tie, you know, influence doesn't happen until you tie it down. That's the assumption we make because what too many people are assuming that everybody can connect the dots. We can't. That's why we have to make that connection for them. The reason I share that with you is, and or here's what this means to you, or the value to you in this particular situation can be outlined as follows. Now that's an overly verbose place, but might be the right one to use depending on your audience. When we're thinking about the Amplify formula, we're thinking about framing, message delivery, and then tie down, which is basically this question. When you see people tie things down, it feels whole and complete. Here's why I'm sharing this with you. We're like, oh, here's why, here's the value. Sift through all the other stuff and let's get to the value. But when they don't do it and you understand tie downs, you're gonna feel a sense of frustration on the inside. I call it the curse of the tie down because you're going to notice how many people don't answer that question. They don't say, hey, so here's what this means to you is they just talk and assume we're going to get it. Looking at those elements there and how they play together, you've got to be able to answer that question of what this means to you is. And if you can answer that question, don't talk about it. Ask yourself. And here's the other fun part. If you're working in a collaborative environment, if you know the people saying, hey, what's the, what's the features and benefits or what's the, 
was a of a reverse mortgage or hey you know, if you're insurance of this product or if you're in real estate what about this neighborhood I was working with some landscapers you know say what's the features and benefits of the different plants and you know how all those things work and so practice this practice answering that question of what this means to you is and so the final application of that question comes in what we call the ramble dance right and all of us here if we're ever speaking we're gonna find ourselves in one shape one time or another rambling and the funny situation i'll probably even do a whole episode on just rambling and how to get out of it but rambling is interesting because it's self it's it's sort of a spiral and a cycle that, that just keeps going you know you start rambling and and then you realize you're rambling and you say okay i gotta stop rambling and get to a point and figure out how to get out of this and and so keep talking making more noise with my mouth while i figure out a way out of this ramble well that's not working and i keep trying i keep trying i keep trying and all of a sudden it's getting longer and longer and I'm still rambling. So how do you get out of the ramble? So the only way that I've been able to figure it out is we do the ramble dance. And you know, the ramble dance is, it's, it's stupid and silly, but I, I'll challenge you to try it. Okay. I'll do it for you. It goes ramble, 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 ramble. The reason I share that with you is so using that phrase of what this means to you is, or the reason I share that with you is, it takes and hones you in again into a focus of value. And what it does is it protects you from the audience thinking that there was a ramble. See, now, I do the ramble, 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 just to, as an illustrator of, that you're rambling, right? But I also do it as a, as a way to be humorous and for you to, 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 memorize or to remember this little dance. I can't tell you how many times people are saying, oh my God, I had to do the ramble dance today. I was, I was just rambling on and on and on, and I remember that stupid dance, and I just stopped... And I looked at the audience and said, the reason I share all this with you is, and they just clapped after I said it because it was something valuable. And that's what that question does, is it hones us into what matters most, which is client value. In a business, if we aren't adding value to the clients, we don't exist. And so we have to be diligent and constantly on high alert to making sure that we're answering that question. So I challenge you, try the ramble dance. Ramble, 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 rat. The reason I share that with you is. So that little process, I guarantee you, it's going to save your butt one of these days when you're out there rambling. But it also leads you to the tie down. So tie downs, ending of ramble dances, to you name it. These are critical things to becoming an expert communicator and influencer. And so I'm hoping you're watching the other episodes because this will be a great addition in terms of learning what tie downs are and that very powerful phrase of what this means to you is which are, they're very 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 similar so hope you like this share it subscribe give a review if you haven't gotten the book go check it out all this stuff is in the book and we um gosh we're blown away with the support and the success that the buddhist book has had and uh we're just excited so thank you so much for joining today's episode and uh, we will see you next week. So please like, comment, share, all that sort of stuff. If you hate it, don't tell anybody. But if you love it, tell the world. Thank you, and we will see you next time. Thank you for sharing this time with us. If the experience resonated with you, follow us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or AmplifyMyLife.com. Share it with anyone else who's ready to amplify their lives. 
And remember to let our hearts speak in sequence. For more from Renee Rodriguez, visit meetrene.com.